You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Till we're on. on, Ron. What? We're on the air right now. Oh. <clears throat> I'm ready. Good evening, I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight. The seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Uh, hello, welcome to the show. It is a Thursday night edition of uh, Sports Stuff. I've just eaten one of those oh, healthy bars that your wife... Scott Sattler, hello, welcome to Sports Day. I've just eaten one of those healthy bars that your wife brings into work. The nut ones? No, it's it's overdosed on nuts or dates. Mm. And now it's stuck in my tooth. Like, I don't know what to do. Welcome to it. Uh, this is Sports Day with uh, Sats and Jace uh, here tonight. Um, mate, it's our last show before Christmas. Yeah. Make it a good one. I'll try. I'll, I will try and make it a a, a good uh, a good show for you uh, tonight, mate. Hey, listen, hello to our listeners through the Super Radio Network, uh, SCN Track Stations, the SCN app, and, of course, our SCN stations across uh, the network, 1170 SCN in Sydney, 693 SCNQ in Brisbane, 1323 AM in Canberra, and 1620 on the Gold Coast. You can get involved anytime you like in the show, 0457 736 736 is our number. Um, that's if you want to text or you can call one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Mate, uh, how are you today? I'm really good, actually. It's my last day before I have a bit of a break. Uh, heading to New Zealand, where my wife is from, for Christmas, which she's from the South Island down near Dunedin. So can't wait, actually. Can't wait to get on a plane tomorrow. Mm. My son's, as you know, my son has moved to Penrith, and uh, he's coming up to look after the house and the dog. Oh, he is now. Yep. Because you wanted my daughters to do it. Yeah. But then one of you, one of your twins is evil, and I don't want them any. Won't hurt anywhere near my house. Yeah, but where you live there'd is also booby, there'd be booby traps left everywhere by the time I get home. Mate, it's also quite rough where you live, mm-hmm. and I know where you live, mm-hmm. and it is very rough. And if anyone's going to fix crime in your area, it's Aria. Yep. <laughs> hey, whoever thought, whoever thunk that the uh, couple of days before Christmas, few days before Christmas, that we'd see. A quite a big rugby league story come out about one of our proudest rugby league clubs. Well, let's get into this straight away before we talk about our guests and all that. This this survey that has apparently gone out on behalf of the St George Illawarra Dragons. T- tell us about this, Sats, because I, I I just think this is a punch in the face to Illawarra rugby league fans. Yeah, I think it is too. And now Andrew Webster, one of our very good friends and colleagues as well. Uh, very good journalist. He's a mad dragon supporter, and and the story is, and Ryan Webb, the CEO of the Dragons, has has confirmed that uh, that the club itself didn't look at this angle. They engaged uh, an independent third party to go out and have a look at the club and look at how people perceive them as a club and their brand. and And for more reports, what was also thrown up was the possibility of a name change. Now, it's not a not a definite decision by the by the club, but just wanted to see with members, letter going out to the members about 
if there was a name change, what what would you vote on? Now, why would you do this? Well, I, I suppose you can't find any good in this. No, I can't find any good. I I can see why, from a historical point of view, where the club has been around the second most pop, uh, um, second most uh, historical successful club, club I and, should yeah, say, right, yeah. uh, behind South Sydney when it comes to premierships, uh, provided a, a large amount of immortals and greats of the game, internationals, whatever it may be. Illawarra came into the comp in nineteen eighty two. Are they the most? Um, do they hold a majority share when it comes to the decisions? A little bit like West Tigers, West yep. Sand Tigers. Um, I'm not quite sure about what happens internally, but to, to think that you should change the name after an, a, a merger back in 1999, where they played a grand final in their first year of the merger, you've got to remember as well. And with so many rugby league fans down around that south coast, that Wollongong and, and south coast region, I, I agree with you, Jace. It would be a, a real slap in the face of some of those some of those supporters. Now, again, the club is saying we aren't looking at definitely doing this. We're just seeing what sort of response we would get. And we have got a lot of Dragon supporters that are listeners. I know Lou, who now lives out in the western parts of New South Wales, is a... Is a she's, a she's a massive fan. Staunch, mm. staunch Dragon supporter. Yep. Would this divide supporters and drive them away from the game? I don't think it would the historical Dragon supporters because I think there's a part of them that would like the Dragons to be able to stand alone. But I think a lot of the fans that have that has transferred over from the Steelers that are still great supporters that stand on that eastern hill of Wollongong Showground every time they get a home game there. Get remember, blown away get yeah, blown by that sea breeze. You've got to remember that the training facilities, the main part of the facilities are in Wollongong now. A lot of the players yeah, and staff do. live in Wollongong. So um, look at, let's look at some of the names. And a lot of the listeners would have heard and discussed this um, throughout the afternoon. Uh, what should the St. George Illawarra Dragons change their name to? St. George Dragons, just St. George, St. George Dragons. Uh, Southern Dragons, Greater Sydney Dragons, or just the Dragons? So I'm not hearing any reference reference to Illawarra or Steelers. No. So at all. I don't know how that would be introduced. Same colour, of course. Made an easy transition uh, for both those clubs when you've got the same colours. Um, geographically, not far away from each other. Um when you look at the uh, when you look at the, the map, the Greater Sydney map, so um, yeah, I, I think I think it would polarise a lot of fans. A lot of those polarise, they'll lose a lot of fans. Yeah, that, you got to think, it... think about the breeding ground of Wollongong as well. That's bred some of some of the rugby league's great players, like Bob Fulton, Steve Roche, just to name a couple of them. I think Changa Langlands was a Wollongong man as well. If you correct me if I'm right. <laughs> um, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, listeners, but they've provided so many great rugby league players. It would be a shame if it happened. I don't think it will. So it's, it, that is a massive rugby league heartland, Absolutely, the Illawarra. Yeah. And it, for them not to be represented potentially by an NRL club or a team they decided to merge with in 1999 and they were paid handsomely to do so, mm-hmm. that would be a travesty. It is a proud rugby league area. I don't care about, you know, only them coming onto the scene in 1982. Who cares? Mm. I mean, they came onto the scene same time as the Raiders, right? They did, yeah. Um, I don't care about that. They're, they're, they're part of the fabric of rugby league. It's a rugby league And one of the great area. mascots. <laughs> Absolutely. The yeah. Steeler. Yeah. Gone. 
I, I don't know. I want to know what our listeners think about this. 0457 736 736 is our text number. Or 1300, uh, what is our number again? 1300 011170. Oh, it's Christmas. I, I keep forgetting this stuff. But, I, yeah, I just I think it's appalling. You're a little bit confused about it. Now, I think this would be a leak it and see. Let's just get That's what people opinion. do now, don't they? Let's yeah. get public yeah. opinion. Yeah, we're not approaching any games. Let's just throw it out there and see what the response is going to be. Then we just let it disappear through January, February, and no one knows That's about right. it come March. And what a time to release it around Christmas yeah. when most of the shows are finished. He, hasn't there been some sort of release, though, from the Dragons this afternoon just saying this was given to... Yeah, an independent third party. Right. We just want to send it out there. Look at how the people perceive the club, and it would have it would have involved many other questions as well. So, could you uh, imagine the people sitting around the table coming up with that idea, being overpaid? That businesses out there, a bit of advice: just what, do not get consultants. Mm. They don't know a thing about the, anything. The emotional attachment to your they club. don't. Yeah. They don't care. They'll they'll take their fee from you, then move on to the next business. Why would you do that? I know why you do it, because you keep it arm's length. Can you see – I mean, I looked at when the Dolphins just called themselves the Dolphins, and I thought at some mm. stage they would have changed that. But, <laughs> but um, I can see some relevance Well, they have, it. though. No, but they have now. No, still just the Dolphins. No, their home is Redcliffe. Yeah, I know. But if, if it was just the Dragons, for example, take – let's forget the changing of the name, but if, if it was just the Dragons or – um, the Rabbitohs, mm. making the brand and the logo bigger than the, the region itself. So it's a little bit more global as opposed to alienating no. one area. No. Do people just know where the club is from anyway? If they just said the Rabbitohs, people would know they're South Sydney Rabbitohs. Yeah, but we still call them the South Sydney Rabbitohs. That's why they know. Who knows in 40 years' time or 30 years' mm. time whether people will care about the heritage. Yep. That, that is, I mean, I, I tell you another thing. Does this open up the door? If this does happen, if I was Cronulla, I'd be sitting there licking my lips because here's a chance to maybe create the Southern Sharks. It's a good point. And what it, an opportunity. Yeah, it's, it's, actually, it's actually a really good point you bring up. A lot of Cronulla Sharks fans wouldn't like it as well, but from a development point of view, it makes sense from a fan base point of view. But, yeah, and once upon a time, Cronulla may have looked at that, but to be honest... Cronulla, with their massive development that's going on, they're going to be financially secure to stand on their own two feet. So, But it's actually a good point you bring up. Night Owl Nev yeah. brings up a really good question also. Has there ever been an overly successful merger in sport? Yeah, good point. Off the top, and I'm going to give myself a bit of time to West think about Tigers. it. Mm. Okay, no. Yeah. Back to the drawing board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if there has been. Remember the, remember the Northern Eagles? Oh, God. What about South Melbourne and the Brisbane Bears? No, South Melbourne and uh, the sorry, Swans. Sorry, South Melbourne and the Swans. But that's not a... That was just a takeover, wasn't is it? That's a, take, it a takeover. That's like, it's like Fitzroy and, and, and the, the Lions. And, and the Lions. Yeah. Is it, that's a takeover. That's a, like, oh, I don't know. Is that no, a merger? It's a merger. Yeah, perhaps. I've got to say... Two success stories there, then. Yeah, absolutely. But that's a relocation. Yep. That's a relocation of a license. No, that's not a merger. Yeah, merger is also about relocation. No, but it was there. But there weren't two teams that joined forces. There were no Brisbane Bears back then, and there was no Sydney Swans. So it's it's actually taking a license. That'd be like moving 
That would be like moving Cronulla to the to Wollongong. Was it? Is that what actually happened? Yeah, they, they moved the license. Yeah, they moved them out of Melbourne okay. and moved them South Melbourne. Moved to well, Sydney. Well, you're old enough to remember that, so I, can I was that. there. Yeah. Doctor Jeffrey was my uh, was my doc. No, he wasn't. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. That is actually a really good uh, point by Night Night Our Nev. Has there ever been a successful merger? I can't think of one. Maybe you do. World sport. There's got to be some over overseas as well. Have there been any mergers in the EPL? I don't know. I don't. We're gonna have to ask our nerd Jack to. Yeah, he'll know to bring up that. But that's a really good point. Let's yeah. Let's let's try and stay on that. Davo from Coffs Harbour says St George Men of Steel. Oh please. Men of Steel. It's Steel ho- Dragons. <laughs> Was that a group? Steel Dragon? No, that was uh, Imagine Dragons. Oh, yeah. Okay. Hey, on the show tonight, I'm going to uh, play that chat that you and Badge had with Benny Elias. He's always um, he's always entertaining Benny. And this is a, a great chat about kangaroo tours. Basically, what they got up to the naughty stuff uh, they got up to. We'll get to that real soon. Greatest sporting moments of 2022. Tonight's is a cricket theme. Mm. Oh, I know what it is. Wonder if it's Pat Cummins. When he announced he didn't like electricity, <laughs> do you think that might be it? But I noticed on the weekend when they were playing against South Africa, he had a Linter Energy shirt on. Yeah, because they're still the sponsor of the Australian cricket team. Yeah, yeah okay, but doesn't it defeat the purpose? I mean, no, no, Sonny no. Sonny Bill Williams had he didn't want gambling or any sort of alcohol advertised on a jersey. That was religious beliefs, not not you know um, climate beliefs. Climate beliefs. <laughs> Sorry. I'm not going to wear an electricity company on my shirt because of my climate beliefs. Oh, it'll happen. Don't worry. It, it will happen. Uh, it's also fun fact Thursday. Can I give you one? Yeah, righto. Brazilian prisons mm. are reducing sentences to inmates by four days for every book they read and also compile a report on. Fun fact Thursday. So maximum of 48 days a year. I don't mind this, Jace. I mm. like it. Yeah, I don't know. I'd... It can't be true crime. <laughs> it can't read true crime. Yeah, or how to rob a bank. Yeah. Yeah, you can't do that. Hi, gents. Michael from Logan. The Swans was a relocation tick, but the Brisbane Lions was a merger of the Brisbane Bears and Fitzroy Lions. No, it wasn't. Well, there you go, Michael. No, no. The... You're smarter than Woogie. No, the... I'm, sh- I'm sure Fitzroy. No, you're right. Actually, it was Brisbane Bears were up here first. That's yes, what I right. thought. Yeah. 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 I didn't know about the Swans, but um, yeah, thank you, Michael. But it's fair to say the Brisbane Lions and the Fitzroy, Fitzroy, Brisbane Bears and the Fitzroy Lions has been a successful merger. There you go. Yeah, that has been. Yep. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, we've got Fitzy from the Gold Coast on the line. G'day, Fitzy. Hello. Hello, boys. Merry Christmas to Merry you. Merry Christmas to you as well, Fitzy. Mm. What's on your mind? I was a Steelers junior. Oh, wow. Steelers junior only played a few, a few 21s games, so it wasn't much chop. But I um, grew up in the district and, yeah, I always thought that Cronulla probably should have tried to push for that merge back in the day yep. and make it the Southern Sydney Sharks, which would have worked for the Southern Sharks, whatever it might have been. But, yeah, I think, jeez, uh, I'd love to see Illawarra back. I mean, you cover from Illawarra, you then go to Melbourne. That's your next stop. So you've well, got all oh, that territory. Yeah, well, you yeah. head down around Eden and all those areas, don't you? Which kind is... of towards Raiders yeah. territory. Yeah. You might cut in, you might just cut the corner of Raiders territory, but you're right. Yeah. yeah it's a massive nursery, and 
I, I can't believe there's not a full-time team there. When you look at the Sydney clubs, the saturation in Sydney and the lack of juniors, that that area needs a full-time team. There's only one sport in the gong, in, mm. the, Illaw- in the Illawarra, I should say, and it is rugby league. It is the only sport. Maybe cricket in the summer, but that's it. Maybe two sports. Oh, and the uh, Dapto Dogs. And it worked. It does. Hey, when you Fitzy, when Ken, you played twenty one, when you played Presidents Cup for the Steelers, uh, what year was that? If you don't mind me asking. Ninety two, ninety three. Ninety two, ninety three. So that would have been. Would that, that, would that have been Dean Callaway sort of years and Rodwell's? Uh, Dino was Dino was the next year. I think he's ninety four, okay. ninety five. Okay, so well, he might have even been a bit earlier, Dino. Because I played 21s that I'm same year, 91, 92. It was, it was Ryan Girdler. Right? Yeah. Girds and those boys, were they were a year younger. Johnny Cross was a year younger. Johnny Cross, oh, one oh. of the best schooner drinkers I've ever seen. <laughs> what about Rowdy Rodwell? Well, basically. Rowdy's no, playing well, first basically grade. basically the only reason I was. Back then? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Basically, the only reason I was um, playing and training well, I trained the whole off-season, got flogged, was because Neil Pincinelli had lost his licence and I lived in Helensburg as well, so I had to drive him to train him. Another, another good schooner drinker, Neil Pincinelli. Yeah. Oh, him and, him and Ian Russell, my goodness. Mm. Yeah. Good names there. Great part of the world great and stuff, great rugby league nursery, the Illawarra. Hello to our listeners through SCN Track down there. Fitzy, we've got to go to a break, mate. Have yourself a fantastic Christmas, buddy. Cheers, boys. There you go. Thanks, boys. Great show. Cheers. Thank you, mate. Real quick one here from 121. One One of the best to come out of Wollongong. Of course, Gerringong. Mick Cronin. Yeah. Yeah. Wonder how he feels today, serving schooners in the pub. Full of them around that area. Some some of our greatest players of all time. All right. That chat with Benny Elias, uh, Ree Kangaroo Tours, and what the boys got up to is on the way next. This is Sports Day. The seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. The seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. The 1990 Kangaroos Ooh, tour of England and Europe. That was the official title, wasn't England it? England and France. England and France. Uh, and well, of we, course, did, we did go for a day trip to Spain. You would have. That's I, the only thing. Ibiza? Did you go to Ibiza? No. <laughs> no. I can imagine you and this. Barcelona. I can imagine you and our special guest uh, in Barcelona uh, in your Speedos. Actually, what, funny. Benny, you there, mate? Benny Elias, the great man. Yes. <laughs> One of the funny things yes, that happened that when we went uh... to Barcelona is we took Gary Jack into buying this super – everyone's buying leather jackets. He bought a super long, like, Inspector Clouseau one that he never wore again. <laughs> yeah. And he hated wasting money, didn't he, Jimmy? Oh, mate. Well, well that was 86. Well, 
What a feat just watching him putting his hands in his pockets to buy something. That was <laughs> everyone fell over there. That was the, that was the, uh, <laughs> was. the exciting part of it all. I thought tonight, Sats and Badge, we'd just get maybe you can ask the boys about the tour Sats, what they got up to on the field and, and off the field, because a lot of these stories will be told next week, but Badge won't be there. So, Sats, I'm lying. Ah. Over to you and try and get some good stuff out of these boys, some nice juicy stuff. Yeah, well, we had a good interview with, with Badger a few months ago, didn't we, about the 1990 Kangaroo Tour and how I still think today that second test at Old Trafford is, I think it's still the greatest game of rugby league I've ever seen. And it was called beautifully by David Morrow that game. It was your first test on that tour, Benny, because many seem to forget that Kara Walters was the, the hooker in the first test, wasn't he? Because he made his debut in 1989. No, look, you're right, Sats, 100%. It was, um, it was back to the war. We lost our first game at Wembley Stadium. And um, the great man, Bozo, had to make some serious changes. And, um, and, and, and Kerrod was the, the incumbent hooker up there. And, and I, I was fortunate that one of the changes that were made was, um, was me replacing Kerrod. And, uh, and obviously, Sticky and Clicky Lyons also came in, into the side, um, which was back to the wall. And, and we're down... At Old Trafford, you know, which I'll never forget. Sir Alex Ferguson gave us a, a royal tour of the uh, of the Oval and and what it meant, the history of that great Oval. It was fantastic, and and it was just sort of eerie. And there was a room where you just weren't allowed in. It was only for the players only, and it was remarkable how how important that this um, the hallowed turf out there at Old Trafford was to the um, not only to the to the coach, but also to the ex-players. And it was only the players that were allowed in that room. And even to this day, that I don't believe that player, anyone outside as a player is allowed in that room. Mm. Benny, we, we, um, we went over there in, in 1990. On, we, we both toured in 86. And Kangaroos undefeated, yep. 82, 86. We lost the first test in 1990. You weren't part of that. I was. And, uh, and survived yep. the cut there. Do you remember the pressure that was on us going into that second test to not not to be the first Kangaroos side to lose a, a series for well almost forever? No, well the pressure was enormous. Of course it was. I mean this is this is the um, the Kangaroo tour. We've held we've held uh, we've held this trophy for, for God knows how long, and we were going to be the first to be embarrassed to, to lose this over to the English. The English had a very very strong side. Martin Fire, Ellery Hanley, Gary Schofield, Sean Edwards. I mean, they had superstar players back then. And everyone, everyone, and I'm not just not exaggerating this, everyone in Australia at 2 a.m. in the morning would stay up and watch the great tests. And we had, we had everything to play for, everything for, for, for that game at Old Trafford. And, and that special moment with that special try, there was a miracle try that Ricky Stewart put us in the... Um, you know, put us in a position where we were going to lose it, lose the game. He was the, he was the um, he was the culprit and and, and sort of the, the you know the the man that threw that intercept pass. And we turned that around within five minutes and scored that miracle try that got us up at you know in, in the last two minutes of that game, which was extraordinary. You would have been watching from uh, behind when Ricky went through and gave the ball to Big Mal as he loomed up on his left hand side. Benny, can you remember what was going through your head when you were watching them play out that historical try? Mate, I can. I, I, I remember. Mate, I could hardly breathe because I, I really thought that we were going to get beat in this series and it was the end of us. But, mate, these people from the Canberra Raiders just pulled it out of the, 
out of the bag. I swear to God, they just kept confident and positive to the very, very end. And, and, and as you see, or you, as you heard, that, that try was just exceptional. And it went through, I think, about 14, 15 different hands um, to, to score that miracle try. And I recall it clearly, and the ecstasy of, of, of that try was second to none. There was n- probably no other feeling that I've experienced in any sport, any sport, whether it plays State of Origin, that moment was just super special. It was special for, for the players, but for all of Australia watching it, you know, two, three o'clock in the morning. Not even in those grand final wins, it wasn't even... Oh, that's right. Sorry. Oh, wow. No. <laughs> wow. Like you're playing for... There's no ultimate... There's nothing more ultimate than the, than the green and gold. And, mm. um, you know, you had that crest on your on your left-hand side of your of your, of your body and you, you, you're playing for everybody, not just Queensland versus New South Wales, state of origin, none of that. It was for everyone and, and anyone and everyone around the world that had anything to do associated with with, uh, with Australia were all part of that victory and, and that's what made it so special. Yeah, Badger's told a good story previously and listeners, Texas, if you, if you haven't heard the story and you want him to tell it again later on, but he told us a story about that Canberra had a five-minute drill Yes. And that was five minutes Ricky, to go. Ricky talks about that mm. too. Yeah, Tim Sheens is a, is a bloody good coach, Benny, and I know you're still associating yeah. your heart, where your heart, you know, your heart is where the Tigers are. And uh, Sheens, he had this thing about if, we, if you could just defend as a group, whether it's the middle players or the right side defence or the left side, if you could defend for five minutes straight, uh, then you would do it, you, you know, you could defend anything. And then as the seasons progressed, he made it into a seven-minute drill. Well, when, when Ricky threw the interstep yeah. pass... Paul Lachlan scored. Yeah, I walked yeah. over to him. I said, mate, there's still enough time here. I said, seven-minute drill. We've still got enough time. And he said, you know, and, and yeah. then, then he just played what was in front of him. Because that's a bloody long time mm. in a game of footy. You mightn't it's think so, but time. it is. You're right. But but to score it from where we did was just enormous. It was just off our line, 10 metres off our line. I can't... I can't down the south... It was down the south end of of um, at Old Trafford, yeah. and, and it all started there. And you know, he showed he, he showed the ball and and went and made he. It was just remarkable, and you know, to, to experience and see that try, there's nothing better. And being part of that try was just out of this world, and it was just you know, it's something that you know I'm looking forward to sort of oozing this this um this great great moment. In our lives, I mean, I was, I was very fortunate to be vice captain to the great Mal Meninga, who I just adore, you know, idolised as a kid and then played with him and, and then sharing that moment. It's, they're, they're, you just can't buy that, that type of experience or, or moment. And, and that is probably the greatest thing that you can take away from the game. It's not the, it's not the financial gains that you make year in, year out. It is those moments that you spend you know, 40 years down the track and you, you can still re- recall it and, and talk about it. That's the special moment, and that's why it's, you know, next Friday will be exceptionally emotional and, and very special because to relive that moment and that time with Mal Meninga and Bob Linder will, will be a, it, it'd be very special. Town Hall, I mean, it doesn't get much better. Bobby Linder, what a player. Now, Badge, mm. you've reflected on this a number of times as well. I want you and Benny to talk about it, and I'll start with Benny first. Benny, Cliffy Lyons in that second test made his test debut at 30 years oh, of age. Oh, yeah. And what can you remember about his test debut? Mate, the one thing about Cliffy Lyons is, mate, I've never met a bloke who's more cool, calm and collective than, than Napper. And, and it was Napper because he used to nap five minutes before a big game. And that's, that's how he got his nickname. He was the most cool, calm, nothing phased him whatsoever. And, 
uh, and brilliant in in every way. His ball playing uh, prowess was just second to none. He he was a man of, of vision. He had terrific peripheral vision in the game. Never nothing phased him. And, and it's players like that that make the big plays in big games. And mate, Napa Napa was just one of the best. I mean, it was brilliant. You know, you go through players and you you talk about Wally Lewis's and Napa Lions and. And Peter Sterling and Ricky Stewart. I mean, those players are these people. They're just magical. Gary Belcher, Gary <laughs> Jack. I mean, these people. On, yeah. But you were badge, badge. You were you were you, you were so light on your feet. You just glided through that try. I mean, when we used to play against you guys, you you just couldn't you just couldn't knock you out because you're just so light on your feet. And people who watch it don't really appreciate how gifted and how how hard it is to, to tackle a bloke like yourself and uh, because you just can't line them up. I mean, today they line them up and build them. You, you just glide across the field and, and your footwork is second to none and so light. And, that, and that's what makes or made you such a great player at the time. And, and, there, were, and there were a lot of players like that, you know, the Yedinhausens of the world, uh, you know, Peachy. I mean, they, 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 were, they were just, they glided across and just like twinkle toes. And it was very, very... Very, very hard to defend against. I, thanks, Bendy. Very nice of you to say that. And I'm just—I was going to say before when uh-huh. we played at the start, you scoring a try that sealed the series for us. And at the end of it, it said, "And Benny lies ducks under." How many times did you duck under big bullfed front rowers that swinging arms they always had back <laughs> then, and just come come out the other side? It was just—it's—it's it's unbelievable. It's like a cartoon at times. It's like Chicka Ferguson. Used to do exactly the same thing. Defenders in front, ducked underneath, and came out. Was that was that a survival technique, Benny, or just something you you developed as you came through the grades? Oh, mate, it, just my stature, I think, because I was a small boy compared to those giants. So mm. you, you take the odds. But I'll never forget scoring that try in that right hand corner there at Ellen Road to clinch the, to to finish up the the, the series for us. I never forget Ellery Hanley, who I played against at the Tigers. Uh, and played with him at the Tigers. I never forget. He grabbed my jacks and he just twisted them and looked at me and said, "You rotten little bastard!" And I, I didn't bother me for an iota because I knew that we'd won the Ashes. And I said, "Mate, there's no greater victory than two-one against you, Pommies." And 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 I'll never forget it. And Ellery to this day we talk about it. And he said it was just one of those moments that he said. It just got away, and I did something ridiculously stupid, and and uh, I'll never forget that. And um, even today, they're still sore. So, <laughs> <laughs> the seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Yeah, welcome back to the show, Sats and Jace here tonight for Expert Car Service. Uh, book into your local Repco authorised service centre. Lots of your texts coming through. We'll get to those in just a moment. We do have some footy breaking news. Sats, former NRL star Sam Burgess, has been arrested after failing a random drug test. Now, New South Wales police have allegedly told Seven News Burgess was pulled over at uh, Kingsford on Thursday morning. That's this morning for a random test that came back positive. The 34-year-old was arrested and brought to Maroubra Police Station for a second round of tests. Detectives are awaiting the results before they can lay any charges. Police say Burgess was not meant to be behind the wheel as his licence is currently suspended. Yeah, so, so that's the major concern at the moment is you know, the second test. But we obviously we don't know anything until the second test comes back. It's like 
when a sports person, sports man or woman is, is tested with WADA, you've always got to wait for the second test to come back. But driving while suspended uh, is concerning also because mm. um, you know, he pled guilty uh, in February last year after Highway Patrol. They caught him um, under the influence as well, um, driving with cocaine in his system. Yeah, my biggest concern is here. He's gone back to South Sydney as a, as a coach, um, as an assistant coach, uh, getting another opportunity to get back some, to some normality in his life. It's been a tumultuous yeah. time since the separation of his, of his wife. They've got you know, a couple of beautiful children as well. My biggest concern now is how is this going – if you keep putting yourself in this position, how it's going to affect the relationship and the access he has to his children moving yep. forward. Yep. And that should be the yeah, – that should be the uh, – the main priority about any decision that you make. Yeah. Uh, mate, we'll find out uh, some more about this as uh, more news comes to hand. A couple of texts I want to read out yep. before we get to some other NRL news. Michael's been on the text, boys. We'll never forget watching the second test of the 1990 Kangaroo Tour in my bedroom as a 15-year-old on an old black and white TV from the 70s. By the way, part two of that Benny Elias chat, uh, Wednesday. Wednesday. I know it's a hook and tease. <laughs> wow. It's a six-day hook and tease. <laughs> All right. Can you hang in there, folks? I can see people putting it in their calendar now on their phone, so it pops up with a notification. Okay. Well, I'll give them another reason to tune in next Wednesday. Why? Rat Rogers, co-hosting Sports Day with myself. Mm. All right. Now, if that's not enough, mm. having part two of the Benny Elias, write it in your diaries, people. Do that. He's also no been one on... writes in their diaries anymore, Jason. No, no. Uh, also, again, uh, the Brisbane Bears played home games out of Carrara. They did. And were a bunch of bustards. Yes, they were. Nathan, um, sorry, uh, keep going. Nathan Buckley played for the Brisbane Bears initially, did he? didn't he? Yeah. Um, when they merged with Fitzroy, so yes, it was a merger. And we, I got that wrong. Sorry. Uh, it was a merger. They merged with Fitzroy, moved to the Gabber and got players like Alistair Lynch and the merge, then became the Brisbane Lions. Yep. So, uh, well done. Uh, yes, the Sydney Swans uh, were South Melbourne were a relocation and and not a merge. At least got one from two. Uh, and what else did Michael have to say? He says thanks so much for the entertaining each uh, other having a few twoies after work in the garage. Uh, Merry Christmas, catch you next year. What, what are you what working you... on? I don't know. What are you? I... Um, cubby house, maybe. Who, is anyone else working in their shed or their garage? Well, I've told the missus they're doing that and they've just got like, I don't know, hammer banging on a tape mm-hmm. while they're just sitting back having a couple of quiet beers by themselves. It's just nice to have that space, isn't it? Mm. What are you working on? 0457 736 736. News around today, Sats, Tommy, uh, he's off to the – sorry, you want to no, keep going, keep oh, going. He's yeah. um, apparently – He's off to the same doctor as Luttrell to get his hamstrings looked at uh, in the US. And you know we're pretty good here at Sports Day. We do get the exclusives. Yep. Um, personally, well, let, let me, I'll reveal who it is. This is the doctor that he's seeing. Hi, everybody. Are you looking for a way to slash the cost of your medical expenses? That's you right. try the best, now try the rest. Call 1-600-DOCTOR. Mm. The B is for bargain. Yes, that's uh, Dr. Nick. Yep. Hey, this is always going to happen, wasn't it? Mm. He's going to go down this road, Tommy Trebojevic and Manly, and, and so they should. He's, he's their main asset. He's their commodity, much like Latrell Mitchell. Uh, so it makes sense that he goes over to. Bill Knowles is actually the specialist, not Dr. Nick. 
Um, and he's a specialist in, in hamstring injuries. And we see the way that Latrell has come back. He he came back really fit, didn't he? Mm. And uh, and looked like he hadn't had an extended period off. So gonna be real I hope I hope they get him right. We want to see him on the field more uh, often than not. Uh, and just another breaking news, we didn't touch on this also. Uh Talatai Moan, of course, plays for the Dragons, is charged with allegedly attacking a tradie with a hammer while he was on the roof of a house. Now, uh, re- arrested on Thursday, taken to Wollongong Police Station where he was charged with uh, recklessly causing grievous bodily harm, destroying or damaging property and intimidation. Serious injuries have been left to the tradesman. Um, broken arms. Arms. Yeah, they got two of them. And d- a damaged hip. Mm. Hey, um, last night spoke to Jason Demetrio on the show and – I've seen that story, Sats, in your interview go viral on on several. Um, How can you class? News. Can you explain to the to myself and the listeners what would be classed as viral? Well, other news sources picking okay. it up, like Fox Sports. Okay, gotcha. Yep. So they've quoted the interview last night, mentioned Sports Day on SEM, which was very nice of them to do that. Uh, but the big story, mm-hmm. the big story from last night is the blowtorch, where you put Jason, you made him sweat. Uh, you can see that if you missed it last night. It's Suffering where you... your jocks. That's what we said to him. <laughs> I don't know if we actually said that. Uh, but anyway, you can catch that on the SEN League YouTube channel where uh, your interviews with the blowtorch. And there were some very interesting answers. Not going to give it away. Wasn't he good? He, he did throw Damien Cook under the bus for a couple of them. He said he? he'd be good to save my life over 40 metres. Mm-hmm. That's about it. You mentioned to him that Damien Cook used to be a beach sprinter. No one knows that. I don't think he knew, mm. to be honest. Yeah. Uh, but some very interesting stuff there. So uh, check that out on the SEN YouTube channel. Subscribe and follow. Uh, on the texts, have you got one there? For, oh, Merger, Mikko from Toowoomba. I'm pretty sure the Brisbane Lions still – yeah, yeah, okay, we've already covered that. All right, mate, one mistake. <laughs> In relation to the possible name change, Daniel from Prairiewood. Uh, he's got the highest IQ of all our listeners and present company as well. Disgraceful move by St. George Illawarra to even contemplate dropping Illawarra from its franchise name is reprehensible. Doing so would be disrespectful, which would dissolve the Steelers' identity, history, contribution to the joint venture club. If anything, they should be promoting the Illawarra name. Illawarra Dragons has a nice ring to it. Yeah, we've got a few people who have said the Illawarra Dragons as well. Um, and we're looking for other... Other mergers that have been successful. There hasn't been a lot of them. The Northern Eagles, as we said earlier on, that wasn't successful. We've got um, we've got uh, Jack, the producer, working on if there's any football or soccer. There'd be no American teams because they're no. all privately owned. Well, there may have been in baseball. But again, most most of those American teams, they're relocations. Yeah, you're aren't right. Aren't they? Mm. So, I don't know. Maybe, look, our listeners will know. 0457 736 736. Can you think of any other merge? Are there any mergers that have gone well? Please, these people are doing some stuff in their shed, aren't they? Yeah, we've got uh, Nate from Bora Ridge. I used to sit in the shed and play music and record songs. So I made a playlist that I would put on and I'd sneak down to beautiful Shores Bay Hotel in Ballina <laughs> for a couple of beers for 52 minutes. That's I got awesome. caught in the end. <laughs> I knew we'd have a listener oh, do that. That's great, Nate. What are you well doing done. in your shed, or what have you been doing in, in your shed? Just to get that little bit of peace and quiet. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. This is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia. The seven seat Kia Sorento, Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer.
This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. The seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Yeah, welcome back to it. Sats and Jace here tonight. 0457 736 736 is our text number. Stream every NFL game this season live on NFL Game Pass. Visit nflgamepass.com. Uh, Rooster Mars, we can, can't we can't read out that successful merger between Adrian and Glenn. We can't read that. Can out. I just say, I want to send out, and I know a lot of people will will um, disagree with me here. I want to send it out a, a bit of a... Correct me if I'm right. <laughs> I want to send out a bit of a... Uh, can we get some welfare check on Adrian? We haven't heard from him all week. No, I think he's all right. He's probably on holiday. You can't say that. He's probably okay. I hope he's okay. Yeah, I'd say he's on holiday. He'd be on holiday. Mm. Maybe someone else knows. He's probably annoying another radio show. Do you know Professor Daniel from Prairiewood? Again. Daniel, we know you're smart, right? Give up. The most successful merger in sport to be the NRL, a joint venture between News Corp and the ARL. 25 he's on it, continues to go from strength to strength. He's very smart. Daniel, stop showing off. Mm. Uh, in the NFL this week, and I'm just looking for, I don't care about any other game, uh, but I better talk about tomorrow's. The Jets are taking on the Jaguars with the Prince bloke. He looks like the Prince from Shrek. Trevor Lawrence. Lawrence, Lawrence. yeah. He's, he's, what, he's won two games in a row? Wow. Uh, but <laughs> Christmas morning, the Cowboys and the Eagles. What a game that's going to be. I've sent the kids to work. I'll be there with my ham sandwiches. Ah, oh, it's going to be great. I can't wait. It's going. You're going to come wait. up. Oh, you can't come over. No. You've been a plane. And... I'm in the NZ. Oh, I'll, the I'll FaceTime you Mondays with just ham. Just oh, Christmas hat on. Yeah, I'll have my Christmas yeah. hat on. Yeah, you're right. Oh, <laughs> just the image of sitting you sitting in your wife fronts with <laughs> with all ham and glass gold. of champagne. Yeah, one thing you won't have down his chest the glaze from oh, the ham because no, he no doesn't glaze, glaze his no ham. Glaze. What a loser. Jack, you've got a football merger for us. Yeah, well, look, closer to home, the actual MacArthur FC for their latest joint into the A-League, that, that was a merger between United for MacArthur and South West Sydney. But I think the most successful you... was Paris Saint-Germain, ah. which was a merger between Paris FC and the Stady Saint-Germain in the 1970s. All the other ones were like 1888. Well, they'll still the mergers. Yeah, but they, were, they were late in the EPL, like... Jeez, that's forward thinking in 1888, isn't it? Isn't it what? They probably did it for television. (laughs) Well, no, I think it was just really small towns and like. Right. Really quick one here. Nick from Newcastle. Hey, boys, I'm in the garage working on my abs. Oh, yeah. Seven minute abs, doing a workout, listening to your great show. Hey, Nick, if you work out, have you ever tried the Bring Sally Up push up challenge? Bring Sally Up. You wouldn't be able to do it. Okay. Bring Sally up push-up challenge. Actually, speaking of gyms, I've got a question for all of you boys, and including our listeners. Yes, you should join one. (laughs) That wasn't the question. (laughs) God. Wow. How dare. Seriously. How dare you? It's Christmas. We might be The seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. The seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. 
Fun Fact Thursday. This is crap. Fun Fact Thursday. It's Fun Fact Thursday. How much fun can you have on a Thursday? So much fun on a Thursday. Fun Fact Thursday. I'm not on it. You guys come up with this crap idea when I was on holidays. That's the only way it got past the uh, the keeper. Uh, I've got some fun facts here. I thought we'd kick off hour two of the show uh, with this. Uh, I've got one here from Rooster Muzz. This is about the only text of his we can read out tonight. Uh, Woogie, Worm and Jack, today is already the longest day of the year. Please, no phone calls from Adrian to make it even bloody longer. Ha- what? That, that... It's fun fact Thursday. Who counts the day? Like it's not the longest day of the year because it's every, still twenty four hours. Abs- absolutely, mm. I call that. That's not even a fun fact. You know what that is? Crap stat. That's a I crap agree. stat. I agree. Uh, Glenn says Adrian is fine. I heard him on yeah on some other some other stations. So uh, we're doing fun fact Thursday. Oh, Thursday, no. mate. I'm just not. getting that out because I've been concerned about it. I'm I'm generally concerned. Uh, bless you. Fun fact. What about it? You know, when someone sneezes, I yeah. never say bless you. Yeah. I just, I don't know, I just get sick and tired Is that it? of it. Yeah, but no, but bless but you. Do you know why we say bless you? Yeah, because apparently your heart stops. No. So it's from many, many, obviously decades, hundreds of years ago. Decades, hundreds of years. When you <laughs> sneeze, yes. there was a belief that your soul left your body and you said bless you so the devil doesn't take over. Fair income. That's where bless you comes from. Fun fact, Thursday. What about when it comes out the other end? <laughs> I've, I've, I've smelt the devil leave you a few times. <laughs> Seriously. So, okay, ask the question about a gym. This is a fun fact. This is, is actually a fun fact, Thursday. You said something about a gym. No, idea. this is not. A, no, I need advice. Yeah. All right, I'll do that in a moment. A fun fact. I've got a fun fact, Thursday, from uh, Beardy Machoz from yep. Charlestown. Japan has 23 vending machines per person. How much fun can you have on a Thursday? Yeah, I've seen a photo of this when you walk off where Tokyo, um, their main airport, their international airport. There are just lines of them. You buy hot meals. Everything. You buy hot meals from vending machines. Mm. I've got an idea about vending machines. Watch this space. That's called a hook and tease in business. But you're not going to share it with us, are you? Well, um, it'll be sharing with everyone. Steve from Dubbo, I think you're out of line here, mates. Can you can use? No, it's not use. Can you? Mm-hmm. You don't have to put the SE on the end. Do a compilation of Daniel from Prairie Woods texts. I'll listen to him when I have trouble sleeping. No. His texts are the same all day no. on each different time slot. You can't say that. I said that. It's out of line. Yeah. And now, Mike, fun fact Thursday, uh, talking a bit of tennis, boys, with the Oz Open coming up. Bit of a brain teaser for you boys. Can you name Australia's current third-ranked tennis player behind Demon and Nick without Googling? Tom Lenovich. No, men's. Does he say men's? Third-ranked tennis player. Oh, so it's sexist. It's a sexist test. It's not John Millman or Tanasi. So, Tom Lenovich. Jordan Thompson. No, that's... It's Jane or... No, it's Chris O'Connell. Oh. Who made the third round of the Oz Open last year. He's good. Yeah. But where's Tom Lenovich? Tom Lenovich would kill all of those blokes. On the rankings? Yeah. Mm. Absolutely. Not if she played against some of them. Whoa, you can't say No, it's just a... How dare you? That's just a, a, a fact. 
Is it a fact or? It's a fun fact. Right. So your fun fact is Tom Lenovich <laughs> can't beat any of the men's tennis players. Fun boys. fact. Thursday. Wow. That was Scott Sattler. Right to him. Well, their highest ranked ones, she wouldn't. Sats at yahoo.com.au. <laughs> I've got a fun fact for you. Merry Christmas, lads. Fun fact, I haven't got a Christmas present for the wifey yet. How much fun can you have on a Thursday? Any ideas? Oh. Any ideas? Mate, cheers, Budster. Oh, you want, oh, you want some help? Tomorrow, just if, you, if you're unsure. Bunnings voucher. I think vouchers are lazy. No, they're not. If you're unsure, just find the closest, like. Servo? Pair of sunnies? No. Uh, closest like a uh, spa retreat where she can go and no, get a see, massage. No, he can. Budster can do that. Pets, pedi- Budster could give her a massage mm. and um, a pedicure. He could get the chainsaw out and do her toes. Hey, listen, didn't you do that once? This is how corny you are as a romantic, didn't you? Didn't you give Beck like handwritten vouchers for massages and all that sort of stuff as a present once? Yeah. Well, maybe Budster can do that. They're called Elf Notes. <laughs> now, um, this is from Rusty. Wait. No, 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 no. We're not leaving I've, I've Elf Notes. I've told this story before. No, we've got new listeners now. Yeah. So what? <laughs> All three of them. Yeah. So Budster needs an idea. So what, what are these Elf Notes? So about a week, about 10 days leading out from Christmas, I, was it a birthday? No, it was Christmas. So I left a note on her desk at work. And I said, if you want to get your Christmas present, you've got to go to this, oh, this other one. place. So she arrived at another place. No, I'm not talking about this. Yeah. I'm talking about when you were doing oh, massages. No, no, no. Seven, day, seven days till Christmas. Every day there was a present seven days leading into Christmas. Right. So there'd be like a massage. And then the next day there'd be like a, a pedicure. You'd, it, then, you'd do a pedicure on it. No, I'd do the massage. Right, of course you would, you creep. You're a creep. (laughs) You are absolute creep. Oiled myself up as well. No. Did you have like candles all lit? Bit of Barry White going in the background? Run a bath with some salts in it. Mm. So, yeah, seven days till Christmas. So you know, you know when you do a massage. Go and get a massage and a pedicure and that sort of stuff. It's it's always good. You're not meant to be nude during the massage. You're the professional. Mm-hmm. Right, so you've meant to stay clothed. You know that? It was a little bit weird when I handed her my F-Post machine to swipe the card. <laughs> she tried to claim it on Medicare. Yeah, now she? Rusty says, uh, we asked, what are you doing in your shed when you're listening oh, to us? Yeah. I work on my vintage bikes. Oh, nice. Have a few coldies. I wonder if he's got a penny farthing. Uh, listen to you boys so I don't have to watch Home and Away with the missus. Mm. Is that still on? I don't know. Mm. I have no idea. Uh, what else have we got here? There's some other. I need some advice from our listeners. I've got a mate who's trying to. I don't know. Can I, I'm going to ask you this question before I name names and put people out there. Mm. Should a fat person buy a gym? Like, is that, that's not a good advertisement, is it? For for. Well, if you're a good businessman or businesswoman, it's it's. You'd stay at the back if you own a gym. Well, okay, a mate of mine said we should buy a gym, that. right? And I said, I can't because I don't look like I go. Shouldn't you at least look like you attend the gym, the said gym? If so you, people come in to sign up and I'm there with gravy down my T-shirt. I'm wearing a Chico Roll T-shirt today. If someone says, how come you've got no pants on? <laughs> no, I, I, I wouldn't suggest that. I would suggest that you more back office. Right. In the background. Right. Yeah. That's a waste of my personality. 
Well. What do you think, listeners? 0457 736 736. Can a fat person buy a gym? And you can say that. I can. <laughs> <laughs> We're meant to be nice to each other tonight. It's Christmas. Mm. How dare you? Sats, could you be right? My understanding of I ble- uh, of bless you came from the era of the Black Plague when people sneezed. Is a, oh, God, who cares? Yeah, no, honk from GC. There is also a belief that it came from the Black Plague, but, but uh, and I'll use my saying it, universally, <laughs> universally, it's about your soul leaving your body. Right. But uh, there, is, there was, yeah, there was um, a belief that was around the Black Plague as well. Radio, uh, keep sending your texts through. Uh, I'm a 70-year-old and my teens, I was mad keen on St George. I live at Sutherland, so I went to Sutherland Oval to watch the Sharks, became a Shark supporter, but I would like a merger with St George and Cronulla to become St George playing out of Cronulla. It would be nice to have a stadium like Parramatta as a home ground. Kenny from Harrington. Thanks, Kenny, for your text. We're talking about, obviously, the the research that's going on about St George and uh, uh, Illawarra. New name. Mm. Won't happen. Won't happen. No, it won't. Uh, Adelaide Rams and Hunter Mariners became a successful merger in Melbourne Storm. Michael from Weeper. Oh, Weeper. What a great part of the of Australia, Weeper. Right up the top inside uh, uh, the, the inner part of Queensland there. I went to a school, I went to school with a kid. Um, his name was Luke Van Every. So can you tell me whether Luke Van Every is still around Weeper? But a uh, beautiful part of the world, Weeper. Um, what did that show? What did that say? About the merger? Yeah. That, Adelaide that, Rams and the Mariners became the so storm. So at the end of 1998, the Gold Coast Chargers were offered the opportunity to merge with the Hunter Mariners, who had Scott Hill, Pepe Marquette, Brett Kamali, uh, a lot of really good players. And the Gold Coast Chargers knocked it back because they wanted to go on their own. And then we're told at the end of 1998, there's no club. So then the Hunter Mariners and the Adelaide Rams, but mostly the Hunter Mariners players went to Melbourne. So did some of the Rams players. Played in the grand final, won the premiership two years after that. So, um, yeah, it was a successful transition. Yeah, but it wasn't a, an official merger. No, it was a re. It was a re. It was a redirection of talent. Yes, well put. Well put. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Who wrote that? One, two, seven. What personality? That's know. not nice. Not so for you. Come back. One year. The Albion Eel says, huge thanks for a great show all year, guys. Merry Christmas to you boys. How dare you. Can you play how dare How dare you. Have five weeks off, Sats. Albion Eel, I deserve five weeks off. I, I deserve the break as well. Because Badge, oh. he hijacks the holiday period. He does. Doesn't he? Yeah. I've got to say, well, you, you churn through. It's good. Good on you. I'll be here. Mm. I'll be, I don't know what state I'll be in. Jack might have to wheel me into the studio on a few occasions. I might be in a, a ham coma. We've got a lot of Christmas cheer messages we'll get through in the next uh, 15, 20 minutes as well. Afternoon, gentlemen. It's Bruce from Blacksmiths here. Just want to wish you all a Merry Christmas and a Happy Thanks, New Year. Bruce. Thanks, Bruce. How come yep. the Hurricanes are playing cricket again tonight? Did they play last does, night? Does it, feel, does it feel like, yeah, they played have two it, nights ago. Does it feel like the same teams play every night? Are they just, are we missing some teams from the Big Bash this year? I haven't seen the Perth Scorchers play yet. I haven't seen them either. Mm. I haven't seen uh, – I, I, I saw the Stars once. Yeah, yeah. I've only seen them once. Have they only played one game? I haven't seen 
the Sydney Sixers. I wouldn't have a clue. To be quite honest, I haven't watched a full BBL yet. Is, is it? It's, I think I think some teams have folded. Maybe I don't is know. Is it a little bit on the nose, or is it just because the holiday no, period hasn't truly begun for everyone at the moment? Just looking at uh, Matthew Wade being interviewed on uh, Fox at the moment ahead of tonight's game. Is that game. Hobart or Launceston? That looks like to me to be the SCG. Oh, is it? I don't know. I can't tell. It's a tight shot. That looks like the SCG. Anyway, he's being interviewed. Uh, play's been delayed due to to weather, but I think. Um, yeah, I th- I, it'll be okay. Once the once Christmas Day is over and done with, I think you'll see more crowds and more people watching the Big Bash. People are just too busy right now, mate. Yep. Mm. So, uh, any more texts? Oh, hang on. Oh. Budster's not. Hasn't bought his wife a present yet. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's not busy at the moment going oh, yeah. out and shopping. What else? Um, what have we got here? Good afternoon. Bruce from Blacksmiths. We read that out earlier on. Um, Does Jack know? Me and my second wife... Me and my second wife was a successful merger, resulting in three gorgeous daughters. And yes, they all look like me. That's um, a fun fact there from Glenn. Fun fact, Thursday. Yeah, they are playing at the SCG tonight. Oh, the Sixers are playing Hobart tonight. It'll be the first time I've seen the Sixers this year. Mm. So that game has been delayed due to rain. Hey, some well, NRL. We talked about profiling our, some of our listeners. Yeah. And we didn't – did we profile Glenn the other – we did profile yeah. Glenn, didn't we? I wonder why Jack's not answering his phone call tonight because all I can see is Glenn ringing mm. on the line. Is Jack, mm. Jack's dropped the ball. He's already in Christmas mode, isn't he? Yep. Um, some NRL news around uh, about RTS sats. Yeah, there are some whispers that Roger Tuovasa-Shek is keen to return to the NRL. And, of course, that will spark a bidding war amongst NRL clubs who feel as though they've got a – a weakness around the number one jersey. Um, I think he, I think he's a he's an out and out number one. He's a bold golden boot winner, isn't he? Um, so I'm going to throw it to you, the listeners, zero four five seven seven three six seven three six, or give us a call one three hundred zero one eleven seventy. Not only which clubs need a fullback, but would you take him over your current fullback, whoever you support? Mm. Now, the Sharks have got a very good fullback in Will Kennedy. They've got another really good young fullback coming through in, in Cade Dykes. Um, well, the Raiders is, have got Xavier yeah. Savage. Would they yeah. take RTS over and maybe mentor Xavier yeah. Savage? So, your club, would you take Roger Tuovasa-Shek over your current fullback? No. Well, you wouldn't, Latrell Mitchell. No yeah. way. No. Or would you move Latrell into the centres? No. 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 Okay. No, Latrell stays a fullback then. I'll ask you another question, Woogie. Yeah. Should the NRL tip in to get him back into the NRL, seeing that he left the NRL? No. The NRL shouldn't be tipping in for any players. I think we need to have, like the Australian Cricket Board used to have their marquee players, their marquee contracted players. I think the NRL should have a group of players that are aligned to them and paid a fee. And then you go and negotiate with your club. Okay, well, maybe that should then be used for those clubs who don't spend their entire salary cap. Yeah, I agree. I agree that he shouldn't – the NRL should tip in to try and get him back to the game. I don't agree with that. But but I don't want to see him end up at the rich, one of the rich clubs, if that's the case. Mm. Because players like that will want to go to a successful rich club because they want to win a premiership. Yeah, but a lot of those clubs will have a – a superstar at fullback because they are successful because it's the most 
Well, RTS played on the wing. Yeah, well, the Warriors in his last year to allow... Yeah, because he was leaving. Yeah, but also he, me- he, he mentored Reese Walsh while he settled and in the And that made fullback. sense because he was leaving, but... But he doesn't have to play fullback. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So use the Raiders, for for example. Let's say Xavier Savage isn't on fire. Mm-hmm. Do you have RTS sitting there on the wing and you just switch him around? Well, it depends mid-season. how much money you're paying him because you're not going to pay a lot of money for him and put him on the wing. I, I just don't like the NRL paying for players. Yeah. I, I just no, I, I don't think it's fair. I don't think that will happen. I don't think it should happen in this in this case. But when it comes to replacing your current fullback, now I love the Penny Panthers and South. Uh, he wouldn't get a he wouldn't get a number one jersey at South. Would he get the number one jersey at Penrith? Now Dylan Edwards not is, a chance. Uh, is arguably one of the most consistent and reliable players. In the comp, I wouldn't bring two of us a check back to the Panthers if there's an opportunity uh, for 2023. If that's the year they're they're talking about, what about the Dolphins? What a major signing that would be. Well, they need a marquee player, don't they? Yep. So they're the ones that are in the box seat. You'd think, from a salary cap point of view, they'd have plenty left as well. Mm. He'd still command really big money, Roger oh, Tuivasa. Check what about 800 a year? Yeah, maximum, max. Mm. All right, 0457 736 736. Do you want him at your club? We've got a phone call here before we go to the break. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, look, and I'm going to be nice to him tonight because we're going into Christmas and I think that's the right spirit. Yep. Glenn from Newcastle. Hello, Glenn. Part of our WAP pack. Hello, Justin. Merry Christmas to you, Sats, and all our listeners, mate. What do you mean, our Fantastic. listeners? They're actually Thank our you, listeners. Justin. Thank you, Glenn. Thank you, Glenn. I'm being nice. Again, sorry, our I forgot. Yeah, our, our. Yeah, sorry, mate. You, Sats, Badge. Hey, and me. Hey, Glenn, you, you said... not you. And I do. Glenn, you said in your text message what? that you, you've got three gorgeous daughters that look like you. Now, we were trying to profile you the other night, as you would have heard. Does that mean, oh, all, that. Does that mean your daughters all have comb-overs as well? <laughs> <laughs> Mate, they've got more hair than I've got, that's for sure. Okay. Yeah, I hope so. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yep. I, I, I came on for Fun Fact Thursday. Yep. So, Sats. Yes. Did either yourself or any of our listeners actually come up with the winner of Love Island Australia, Love oh, Island Australia last night? That's not a fun fact. Because I won't sleep if I don't find out. That's not a fun fact. All right, mate. Have a good one. I can't be nice. You never need no. Can't be nice. Hang on. My last laugh yep. joke last night, which was, what's the first thing Santa's little helpers learn at Santa's school? Get ready to push the, the alphabet. Oh. oh, that's not bad, actually. Uh, I like that. Justin. Justin. Justin, again, for the second time, mate. You were wrong. <laughs> That's the play-out music. This goes on and on. I couldn't do it, Sats. Oh. I tried in the spirit of Christmas. Actually, Steve has said, can you can you use, use, get Glenn on the line? He's always good value. And you've just shut him off. Yeah. Oh, anyway, hey, Merry hey, Christmas to our okay, listeners. That's uh, my gift for our listeners. Number ending in 393. The Knights for Roger. Put Ponger in the halves. Bang. Right yeah, there rod. you go. Right out. Right rod. Good, good vote. Uh, let's go to the break. Thanks to join, uh, join Robson Civil Projects. Jobs at robsoncivil.com.au. We'll talk some cricket. Got a few things to get through to soon, right here on Sports Day. The seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon.
the seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Yeah, welcome back to it. Sats and Jace here. Uh, last show before Christmas. We will be, well, Sats won't be. He'll be on holidays. Uh, I'll be back next Wednesday. Put that in your diaries, kids, uh, with uh, Matt Rogers. Uh, he'll be in the Sports Day studio. And then Thursday, I'll be flying solo with uh, – Jack will come on a little bit and probably talk soccer. That's a good chance to go to the toilet. Uh, and we're just going to play the best moments of 2022. We've found three at the moment. Mm-hmm. And I need to fill two hours, so I might struggle a little bit there. Uh, choose Termidor, Australia's most trusted termidicide. Um, let's talk about one of the great Australian sporting moments of 2022. And this team, they – are amazing. A team that maybe doesn't get the limelight but had a remarkable year in 22 was the Australian women's cricket team. What haven't they won, Sats? Exactly. It started in January with the England team over for a massive series across all formats. Of course, we won the Ashes. And how exciting was that as well? Are they our most, ex- are they our most successful Australian sporting team currently? I think... They would have to be, wouldn't they? Uh, them, and I'm going to say it as well. There might be some obscure sport that we no. don't follow well, religiously. Be, but the ones that take the limelight, I'd say the Australian women's cricket team and the Australian women's swimming team. Yep. I, I think you would struggle to find better. You know what I like about the Australian women's cricket team? Mm-hmm. They like electricity. It's one of the good things yeah. I like about them. Mm. Um, what well, else? Well, they need it for their hair straighteners. <laughs> The one of the test match has been described as one of the greatest ever when they uh, when they ended up winning that test uh, match against England with the rain intervening and the match being only four days to begin with. It had everything from massive run tra- chases, wickets tumbling, and both teams wrestling for a result. Both teams could have easily won as Australia rallied late and took six for 26 in less than six overs to be one wicket away from sealing the win with a mere 13 balls remaining in the match. England, however, survived, but were 12 runs short of a victory, so the match ended in a draw. It was remember, a great test yeah, match. Yeah, it was, it was riveting. It was riveting watching, waiting for Australia to get those final final wickets. They then had a, uh, a three-match ODI series. Uh, the Australians managed a clean sweep, asserting their dominance in the world rankings. Next was a series of matches as warm-up for the World Cup in New Zealand. Australia will win their first five matches heading into the semi-final against the West Indies without star Elise Perry, who was ruled out with back spasms. Australia won the match by 157 runs. With Alyssa Healy and Rachel Haynes scoring 216 runs for the first wicket, including a century from Healy. What does Ian Healy, her uncle, call her? Pip. Uh, Squeak. 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 Mm. Yeah. In the final of the tournament, the World Cup, Australia beat England by 71 runs to win their seventh World Cup. Backing back. That's the catch. They have what they came for. It's the World Cup title. One off, if not the best team we have ever seen. Yep. Melissa Healy, she, what did she score? 170. In an ODI? Yep. Wow. The highest individual score made by any cricketer, male or female, in the World Cup final. Mm. And she's just continued that form on. The next tournament was the Commonwealth Games where the Aussies progressed through the group and won the gold after defeating India by nine runs. Then they would go into a five-match T20 series in India, which just finished up yesterday where they managed to win four out of five games. A dominant year from one of our most successful national teams of all time. Not just this year, but of all time. Well done, girls. 
Well done. Outstanding, Outstanding performance. I've got to say, they've kept a core group of players together for a lot of years now. They've built they build a really special a really special um, like process that any player that comes in has got to follow. If not, they'll quit quite uh, quickly find the uh, the exit door. And they did it too without their skipper Meg Lenny. Yeah, who took a break from cricket as well. If you're not asking for Termidor, you're asking for trouble. Choose Termidor, Australia's most trusted termiticide. Um, just on cricket as well, I wanted to mention Davy Warner, the Boxing Day Test. We won't have a chance to talk about this. He'll be playing his 100th Test for Australia at the MCG on Boxing Day. But not only that, this means he's now played 100 games in all formats of the game. T20 and ODI. That's right. That's ridiculous. Yep. There you go. Come on, that's ridiculous. Hey, that's a fun fact, or is that a crap stat? No, that's actually a uh, fun fact. Fun fact. First day. Okay. But there's still calls for him to 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 not even play in the Boxing Day Test, and I've heard I've heard commentators on radio saying he shouldn't tour England or India. Well, listen, in next all, year. In all fairness, based on his form at the moment, yeah, he is not. He's probably not up to the standard of what is expected. Now, I think we've been we're always very forgiving with cricket. Probably not so much in other sports because, you know, cricket has been a sport over so many years that has really brought Australians together. So we we're a little bit more forgiving. Probably not so much with this current Australian squad for whatever reason. But I remember we've gone through eras when Steve War they were calling for his sacking. He comes out and scores that magical century at the SCG. We yep. Greg Chappell back in the 80s went eight ducks in a row. I think Tubbs, who was the skipper of Australia at the time, I don't think he made a 50 in 50 innings or something like that. Yeah. And Ricky Ponning, mm. one of our greatest batter, our greatest batter of all time, uh, with people calling for his head when he went through a quite a lean period. So it, tell you what, it happens. But it I, does. I, don't, I don't think we're as forgiving these days, or it might be that the current Australian side is probably doesn't have that connection with the Australian public like it used to. Plus everyone's got, everyone's got social media. So everyone Mm. has got an opinion from their mum's basement. I I just, I I just think you you just don't know with Dave Warner. I mean, he's head, his head was on the chopping block going into the T20 World Cup in, in Dubai. Like everyone said he shouldn't, including me. I was, no, he shouldn't be going. He came and out. You're the fourth best. He came out, journalist. and he was one of the best batsmen at that World Cup. Dave Warner can change a game in a heartbeat. Yes, he does. I mean, that first ball golden duck he got in the first innings—it it was a terrible shot. We'll, we saw it today. Oh, it was horrible. It—you may have excused a player that is maybe new to first-class cricket, not not Test cricket. That's a bit tough. Maybe first-class cricket. It, it no. was—it was a horrible shot. It was a shot of it was a shot from a player that is uncertain about himself at the moment, because David Warner from the short ball that he got out on in the second innings of the first test against South Africa, he would have either clipped that over the over the slips, or he would have jumped back on his back foot and he would have hooked it. Yeah, mm. he's got a lot going on at the moment, hasn't he? Got yeah, a heck he of a lot going on. Uh, Merry Christmas, boys! You've read out my. Read out four of my texts in the last week. Pumped. Pronounced my name four different ways. Love it. BDM Choz. Is that, is that how we say it? BDM Choz? I'm just hoping there's nothing in that. Yeah, something we're not aware of at the moment. He's trying He's trying to... Are you saying it might be a bit filthy? Not sure. 
from Charlestown. Charlestown in Boston. Most amount of bank bank robberies in the world. Oh, is there? Yep. That's okay. in Boston. In right. America. If Sam Burgess is found guilty in regards to these latest allegations, and at this stage there are allegations, mm-hmm. it will be interesting to see what the Rabbitohs do. Because the NRL won't register his contract. It's not it's not more about registering his contract. Mm-hmm. Is is he a is he a person um that the NRL would like representing their brand in any format, whether it's you know, a coach well, players do get registered. So, um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. If he's found guilty, I, I, I don't think the Rabbitohs would, would have him as part of the club. Um, just a quick text here because we've got to go to a break because you, you want to finish the show tonight with a song which is totally, um, I, I would say, selfish of you. It's not selfish. It is very selfish. It's not because... It is. Because it's not a Christmas carol or a Christmas song. Well, we should be finishing on a Christmas song. Well, you already Jack used, and I said that. You already used my favourite one up during the week, Billy Mack. No, that's going to be in our Christmas special on Christmas Day. Oh, okay. Have we picked that already? Um, G'day, guys. Hey, Wookster. First of all, you have to have a personality to waste it. Yeah. And, of course, a fat person can own a gym. How else are they going to get fit? Anyway, team, thanks for a great year and all the best for, for Christmas to you and yourself. Stay safe. Have a great time. Regards, Shotgun Shine, Newcastle 2HD. I did ask. A mate, mate of mine wants me to go halves in the gym, and he goes, I said, I can't because I'm fat. Mm-hmm. And I just want your – I mean, you're a caring audience. We just want to get your feedback on that tonight. 0457 736 736. <laughs> what? Nah, it's all right. I was going to say, you could, you could be one of the before – and after, like, you'd be a success story. I could be the before and the before. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? Now, you could be a success story. I had a conversation with a mate of mine today. I go, he's hit 120. I said, what's the point in caring? He goes, I got my blood test back and it said mortally. Is it mortally obese? Yep. I've gone, that's all right. Mm. Cholesterol's good, though. Uh, break time. <laughs> back in a moment. The seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. The seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Sats and Jace here uh, for your Thursday night. Sats, some breaking news around Sam Burgess. We mentioned earlier uh, uh, about the allegations that he was pulled over, uh, drug tested, shouldn't have been driving. He's got a suspended licence. Yes. Well, his lawyer has come out tonight uh, and denies uh, taking any drugs. Brian Wrench says Burgess completely denies any suggestion that he was involved with any illicit drugs. And we have obtained a urine sample from uh, an internationally accredited laboratory confirming that he has not consumed any illicit drugs. Well, watch this space because, as we said earlier on, they're all allegations because we've got to wait for the second sample. Yeah. The second test is... Um, it we'll starts determine. Boxing Day. <laughs> that was good. It's second now, is sample. It, is it laboratory or labor- laboratory? Laboratory. Yeah, not laboratory. That's a dog. Laboratory. Yeah, it's a cross between mm. a Labrador and... Tori Spelling, the actress <laughs> from 90210. Oh, God, it'd have a long face, wouldn't it? Mm. Bit of money, though. Yeah. A uh, footballer's here. Here is the Isuzu Ute A-League. Experience it live. Search A-League tickets. Uh, last night, our producer let us know. I didn't know the F3 
uh, challenge was on last Worst night. Worst trophy in the history of Australian sport. It's a clump. It's a, a, a piece of concrete, isn't it, from the F3? Yeah. Yep. Oh, I can see the significance behind it. I but can't. It's, it's a horrible looking trophy. Uh, Brisbane Raw will take on the Western Sydney Wanderers tomorrow night. Oh, by the way, did I say Central Coast Mariners won 3 0? Uh, Brisbane Raw, uh, Wanderers tomorrow night, 7.45. Perth Glory will take on. Uh, Wellington Phoenix, 10.30 tomorrow night. Jack, I don't even think Jack can start that late. 10.30 on a Friday night. Jack is usually going out at 10.30 because he's got some band, some obscure band that he's got to go and look at. Yeah, he owns a record company, Jack. Yeah, and that's true story, people. It doesn't help him with the chicks, though. Well, we don't know that. I'm telling you, Judge. There are a lot of, there are a lot of young ladies out there that love the Jack the Harry Potter look like. I'm oh, sorry. Uh, Jack has just sent through a message saying Jace is right. Um, thank you, Jack. I knew I was. Correct me if I'm right. Um, here's a text from 097. Have they put their name on it? Let me double check. Oh, Nick from Newcastle. A fat person owning a gym is not a good look for potential customers. But what if you've got, if you've got good customer service? That sort of yeah. outweighs it. Yeah. Sorry to put would, you would, outweigh. Would you... <laughs> Sorry. Would you take dietary advice from a fat nutritionist? Yeah, she might have, or he might have. Gland, glandal issues? Yeah. Right. But a good personality. Yeah. I find, that's what I tell my wife, a good personality does the trick. Now, BDM Choz. Thanks, Nick. BDM Choz. And no, not filthy, genuinely amused. Uh, lastly, Merry Christmas to all the hardworking crew in the background at SEN and Super Radio Network. And for the love of God, can we get some kind of weekend show going over the summer? I'm serious. Mate, we already work four days a week. Calm down. I'd do it. Oh, God. And maybe you get BDM Chosers as a co-host. How's that? I'll, I'll do it as I walk out the door on For five, five weeks. <laughs> great. Yeah. I'll be stuck with Jack on weekends as well. Isn't that great? Oh, Jason, did you see the EPL this morning? No. Mm. Just shut up and bowl. <laughs> We're going to go to a break. That uh, should be a Greyhound's name. Shut up and That's what bowl. it is. Yeah. We're going to do that from now on. This is Sports Day. Seven-seat Kia, Sorento, large SUV. When we come back, we'll do the weather. Uh, Satch reckons he's got a ripper of a last laugh tonight. I'll be dropping the mic Are as you? I walk out the door. Yeah. All righty, okay. Uh, and the song he wants to finish the show with, which is totally self-indulgent, and it's got nothing to do with Christmas. It has. It has not. It's a holiday theme. Yeah, but it's there's no bells jingling or anything like that. I think I'd talk on behalf of most of our listeners that Christmas carols and Christmas songs are shite. Correct me if I'm right. I agree with you. I actually do, but we've got to do it. Unless it's Mariah Carey. Oh, God, you're a creep. Uh, This is Sports Day. Back in a moment. The seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. With Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. The seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Radio, uh, time to check out the weather. Uh, thanks to New Farm Australia through and through. If you're living, listening in Bris Vegas on SCNQ 693 AM, 30 degrees tomorrow. Overnight low of 19, I think. It's going to be muggy at the cricket. Uh, Gabba, tomorrow night, you've got the 30, heat. 30 degrees? Yeah, I just said that. 
about 18 overnight. Uh, 19. Overnight? 19, 19, yeah. Uh, of course, uh, the Heat are taking on the Strikers tomorrow night at the Gabba. 10% chance of rain. So that means no 90% chance of no rain. Yep. Why can't we be positive? Exactly. Formulated with the highest quality right here in Australia. New Farm Australian through and through. We're going to go in a moment. Uh, Jack's weaseled his way in as well. There's Good nothing sadder than a Christmas carol. One of our texts, Steve. But there's, and there's Christmas songs. Sporty Gav says, little drummer boy, his favourite. Ba, 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 bum, bum. Is he talking about himself there? Your little drummer boy? Uh, uh, Albie Neal says, next year we get a listener and owned greyhound called Shut Up and Bowl. Its kennel name will be Jack. I'm definitely in. Okay. What's the kennel name going to be? That's a that's another big one. Yeah, I don't know. That's too much. Meatloaf. Uh, uh, Steve says, I'd go to a gym you owned, Woogs. At least I know the snack bar would be well stocked. Mm. Well, it wouldn't be because I'd eat it all. Hey, talk about good mergers. Storm picked up fullback and both halves. Robbie Ross, Brett Kamali, Scotty Hill from the Hunter Mariners. Phil in Melbourne. Yeah, it was a really good trade. They've got Paul Marquette. They've got a heap of them. Gavin from Penrith, after hearing about the Dragon player who was charged today, maybe the Dragons should rename themselves to the Long Bay Dragons. Wow. Controversy. Wow. Uh, guys, talking about mergers, the Tigers won't see finals footy next year. This is Michelle in Dubbo. Either Sheens, uh, Sheens has passed his best after 10 years out of the game. Now, he's been in the UK. He's never out of the game. Michelle, Tim Sheens, he's an innovator. He's always in the game. Uh, did you read out that text earlier from St. Boyd to HD? Hey, lads, just to thank no. you for a very special, enjoyable, entertaining year full of fun and laughs. I've got to tell you that. we've did had you say laughs or laughs? Yeah, laughs. Okay. I was thinking of loaves. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Always thinking of food, Satch, yeah. you know me. Mm. Would you have loaves at the gym? Loaves? Yeah. I'd have tiger bread rolls. I love Ooh. those. They're nice, aren't they? They're nice and yeah. crunchy, yeah. Now, Steve, he always sends us really positive messages, and we thank you, uh, Steve. Evening, Sats, Woogs, and Jack. Hope yous have a Merry <laughs> Christmas. Not sure if yous are aware of the difference you make in people's lives. It's a show that doesn't take itself too serious, without a doubt. The greatest show I've ever heard on radio. I'm not adding that either. By country mile, I won't leave Badge out. He's a champion bloke. He's a credit to the human race. Thank you, Steve. That's and very Merry nice. Christmas out in Dubbo. And Daniel... Sats, Woogie and Jack, wish you all a very Merry Christmas uh, to you and your loved ones. Here's to a prosperous 2023 for one and all. Yes, even Adrian, thanks for the informative and highly entertaining year. <laughs> and thank you for all your additions throughout the year. You are here next week, bud. Yeah, the thanks. Rat. Thanks for reminding me. Yeah. Stuck with Jack mm. by myself. Yeah. I'm actually the rat. Rat on Wednesday. You haven't, been here, long you haven't Ma- been here long enough to earn the, the amount of time off yet. On Sports Day, it's time for The Last Laugh with Scott Sattler. I can't believe I just wandered in. I, he's coming uh, right in. He's going right. to do a set after yeah. me. The stage is yours, This Sats. is a serious one because I've, I've been counselling a friend of mine who's been married for 25 years. Female? Male. I've been counselling him over the last couple of days because he's been married for 25 years. He's had this safe and he's always told his, his partner, don't go in the safe. Anyway, the other day he went to Bunnings. And he comes home and she says, I had a look in your safe. Do you know there's $40,000 cash and three eggs in there? And he said, I, 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 he said to her, I've told you never to go in my safe. Mm-hmm. And she said, what are the eggs for? And he said, well, now that you've caught me, I might as well be honest. Every time I sleep with someone else, I put an egg in the safe to remind me. And she said, I suppose after 25 years, that's not too bad. He goes, but what I haven't told you is when I get a dozen, I sell them. <laughs> 
Nice, that's it. Yeah. Uh, you can grab a podcast of the show, uh, Sports Day New South Wales. Just look for it. Have a good holiday. This is what the song's about, Green Day. Holiday, yes. Uh, have a nice holiday. Jack, have a nice Christmas. Yeah, have a great Christmas. See you, everyone. We'll be back Wednesday. Be kind to one another. Good day. Good day.